Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me. Shape me. Take me. Make me. Appoint me. Anoint me. That I may speak your word with the power and the conviction in you. Lord, let us hear from you this day, God, as we just look to you in the days to come. So, Lord, we just thank you, God. We praise you. We magnify you, oh, God, because of who you are. And it's in the name of Jesus, the name above every name, the name of the one who was manifested in the flesh, the name of the one who was justified in the spirit, the name of the one who was seen of angels, the name of the one who preached unto the Gentiles, the name of the one who, who was believed on in the world. In that name, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Whew. I better slow down. I, I was preaching last week and lost my voice about two minutes in. But, hey, God is good. So, several weeks ago, my family and I, we had a battle with COVID. We had a battle with COVID. And if you ask me, it was the most devastating thing in the world. I'm a person who likes to go. I'm a, like to, I'm a person who likes to be out and doing things. And, and, and the fact that the person who, who likes to be on the go and out always doing something couldn't go anywhere, it was devastating to me. My wife would tell you, I like to go. I like to go and I like to go. But in this particular case, I couldn't. I couldn't go anywhere. And... I didn't like it. I didn't like it. So when the quarantine period was over, or supposed to be over, the first thing I did was I ran and got a test. I ran and got a test. But the virus wasn't gone. So me thinking, man, I did virus gone. I took another test. And I kept on taking tests. I kept on taking tests, and still the results were the same. I was wanting this to be over. I was wanting this virus to be gone because we had spent so much time trying to avoid it, it was unbelievable that we had gotten it. And so I just took tests. I took so many tests. In fact, I had to borrow tests. I did. I, I called my mom and I said, hey, y'all got some tests over there? I need to borrow some. But the results were still the same. I knew, I knew that the virus, you could test positive for the virus weeks after the virus was gone. People were telling me that. My wife was telling me that. It was, it was just in the literature itself, but I still wanted to test, and the test still kept coming back positive. So, in a moment of transparency, in this moment of transparency right now, I just want to say and confess to the Lord that 
I was wrong. I was wrong for not trusting in him. I was wrong for not faithfully looking to him in the disturbance. In the physical disturbance of my life, I showed little faith and even less patience in my purpose to worship and praise the Lord, our God. Amen? Instead of worshiping God, I quenched the spirit of God. I quenched the spirit of God. The reality of it is, my brothers and sisters, that, that, that I was living in the flesh and not in the spirit. I wanted so bad for the virus to be done. I wanted so bad for, 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 for my family to be back to normal that I, I didn't take the time to consider what God might be doing through this time out. Amen? So, so as we continue in this series, Summer Slump, how to not waste your life. I would like to just talk to us from a subject today. Let patience work in your purpose. Let patience work in your purpose. As Galatians 5 and 22 is the foundation of this series, we continue to examine the life uh, uh, through the lens of the person, the Holy Spirit, as Paul reminds us of the Holy Spirit's character. And he says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, Long-suffering or patience, which is what we're talking about today. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. And like Brother Keith mentioned last week, that, that, that while there are nine uh, character traits, all of them are expressed together, practiced together to equip us for kingdom work when we make them practical in our lives. Amen. So, so, so if I could just paraphrase this scripture for a moment, but the fruit of the spirit is patience. And, and to help with this patience thing, if you would, if you would turn your Bibles to, uh, to, to the epistle of James, and we're going to start in chapter, uh, chapter one, and we're going to land on verse two, and we're going to read through to verse four. Amen. James chapter, uh, chapter 1, starting at verse 2. James says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various, various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let, the, but let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, the hearing, and the obedience to his word. I just got to say something. Monty, did you turn the air off again? <laughs> it's a little warm in here. <laughs> but, but my brothers and sisters, <laughs> in this letter of faith, James wanted believers to understand that, that, that wavering will not work when faced with the issues of life. It's faith that works. Faith endures in the trials of life. It is faith, faith that, that, that we have in the Lord Jesus that moves us to wait patiently for his coming. Whatever happens as, as people of God, we, we, we must practice God's word in our lives so we can stand firm in our faith. Understanding that, that temptations is a work of our own desires 
and leads to sin and destruction. See, see, this is what James says in these verses. He says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into to various trials, knowing that, that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. They say that patience is a virtue. They say that patience is an advantage. Patience is a benefit to our way of life. And, and, and I believe it. I do believe it. But the truth is, these days in the world that we live in, I, I, in our nation and in our state and in our city and our community, we don't see a lot of patience. We see a lot of impatient people. We see a lot of people who, who want it their way and they want it like Burger King. They want it way, their way and they want it now. Only thing that we are, are willing to wait for is Amazon and DoorDash. I'm, I'm just saying what I'm saying. See, I, I remember just a few weeks ago standing in the line at, at Kroger, at the Kroger Pharmacy, and I was standing, uh, I was the next to, to go up to the register. And as I'm standing there, you know, something began to happen, and all the technicians gathered uh, around somewhere, some machine in the back. And so the line started to get backed up. And, and as I'm standing there, uh, there's a gentleman behind me who was becoming impatient. He was becoming so impatient that, you know, you could hear him grumbling and mumbling, and he would take a step to the side, step over to this side, step back, step forward. Then finally, he said what he was thinking. He said... You would think they would open the other registers since they have so many people back there. And, and, and in that moment, I just stood there and I smiled because I knew the Lord was working on my patience. I knew the Lord knew I had to preach about patience. So I, I just stood there and I smiled. Yeah, ain't, ain't it something when God will, will give you what you ask for when you need it? Amen? See, y'all can clap. See, we we working on this patience thing today. I, I say it all the time when I come up here. I'm standing between you and your plans for this afternoon. So if you don't clap, we may not get out of here. So I hope you got some patience. I hope you got some patience. See, see, here's what I learned in this moment. That man didn't get there any faster. He didn't get to that register any faster after what he said. He wasn't helped any faster. Just like my COVID test. My COVID test wasn't, wasn't negative. No, I'm sorry. My COVID test wasn't positive until it was positive until it was negative. I got to get those negative and positives right. <laughs> See, patience. Patience or long-suffering or forbearance in the Greek word is makrothumia, meaning fortitude. It is how, how we, we show courage in pain and adversity. When patience is developed within believers, we can learn to, to persevere when we encounter situations. We can learn to persevere when we encounter people issues. We can learn to persevere when we, when we encounter Test of faith. 
Jesus, Jesus was in fact the perfect example of long-suffering and patience as, as God made him who knew no sin, who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. See, that's a shout. That's a shout right there. He knew no sin but became sin for us. That's simplified. We don't have to make this thing complicated, amen? Let's simplify. He showed us by example that, that, that if we are his, we must expect and endure, endure. We must expect and have patience in insults, in hardships, in injustices, and in persecution, and in suffering and trials. Your socioeconomic status doesn't matter. Your position on your job doesn't matter. Your background doesn't matter. All that matters is that you accepted Jesus and therefore you're going to be guilty by association. John chapter 15 verse 18 and 19 says, if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you, were, if you were of the world, the world would love its own. Yet, because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore, the world hates you. Let me tell you something, people. The world will hate you because you love Jesus. The world will hate you because you raise a hallelujah to Jesus. The world will hate you just because you love Jesus. But guess what? That doesn't change your purpose. That doesn't change your purpose. We were created to worship the Lord. We were created to give him glory, give him honor, and give him praise. We were created to walk in this thing called the spirit. I got somebody over here. Maybe I'll just stay over here. But let me tell you something. To do it, it takes patience. It takes patience. James 5, James chapter 5, 7 and 8 says, be patient. Therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it until it receives the early and late rains. You also be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. So, so as we come here today, you, you might say, so what happens when you know you have a purpose but you don't have patience. Here's where James says in verse 4, we let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. I love Dr. Tony Evans. as, as his, He has a study Bible that I read sometimes. And in the study Bible, he offers these words of hope uh, for us when he says that, your greatest lessons, your greatest lessons of faith are often learned in the dark. See, I know right now, I know right now that somebody, somebody's world right now is on the verge of turning upside down. Somebody's going through some things right now 
Your marriage is failing. Your family is having issues. Your finances are depleting. Your job is just hell. Your health is failing. Your school is difficult, and your spirit is just empty. But I want you to know, in Christ, you still have purpose. You still have purpose in Christ. Just be patient. Just be patient. See, I, I, I know that you're going through, but let me, let me encourage you, don't just go through it. Let's grow through it. Amen? Let patience, let patience work in your purpose for God. You ask, well, how, how, can, I, how can I have patience uh, in my purpose when, when it feels like I'm in a 12-round fight uh, and, and, I'm, and I'm going against a heavyweight and I'm a lightweight? Well, Galatians 5 and 25 says, if you live in the Spirit, let us walk in the Spirit. We say we live for the Holy Spirit, but do we walk with the Holy Spirit? Do we walk in the patience that we're here talking about today? We must make patience practical in our lives. When we find ourselves conforming, when we find ourselves uh, 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 wanting to, to adhere to the flesh, uh, to deal with life's challenges and temptations, or simply put, when we find ourselves slumped spiritually, we let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete and lack nothing. See, but the fruit of the Spirit is patience. God gives us he gives us as believers the ability to endure with patience for a stronger faith. Amen? Amen? <laughs> Amen. Hey, I didn't put slides up there because I wanted us to hear. I wanted us to hear. Amen? God wants us to hear the word. So, 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 so as we look at this thing called slump, here are some keys in this, here are some keys that I got from this scripture to help us, to help us to, 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 to let patience, patience, the personality of the Holy Spirit have its perfect work when you come into a, a slump, when you encounter a slump. Here's, here's some, some key points. Number one, study. Study. Study the word of God. Study the word of God. Keep studying the Word of God. Hebrews 4 and 12 says, For the Word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It, it, it penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints, marrow, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts, of, 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 of the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Study. Study the person of the Holy Spirit. Study the person of the Holy Spirit. This is the same Spirit. The same spirit that Jesus promised would allow us to do greater works than he did. It's the same Holy Spirit poured out on all, on all who confess our hope in Jesus Christ, Jesus the Christ. The Holy Spirit who directs people and our attention to Christ. He's patient. The production of the fruit of the Holy Spirit is evidence of the Holy Spirit working in our lives. The next thing is learn. Learn. Learn to love like Jesus. 
Loving like Jesus is without condition. It's without condition. The fruit of the Spirit is displayed in our relationship with others as we show grace and we show mercy. Love is patient and kind. It doesn't envy or boast. Get this. It's not arrogant. It's not arrogant. Stop always complaining about what was done to you and consider what was done for you on Calvary's cross. Consider what was done for you on Calvary's cross. Jesus answered a lawyer, uh, answered a lawyer in, Ma- in the gospel of Matthew chapter 22, uh, 37 and 39. Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Greater love hath no man than this, than a man who would lay down his life for his friends. When you love like Jesus, when you love like Jesus, your neighbor's needs are just as important in this walk as your needs. Learn to love like Jesus. The next was understand. Understand. Understand that you have purpose. Understand that you have a purpose. God has created you for a purpose. And I need you to declare that your name is victory. Your name is victory. Anybody in this house can declare that their name is victory by show of hands. Your name is victory when you accepted Jesus Christ on the cross. Amen? Your name is victory. When you accepted Jesus, when you confessed, confessed with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. We just saw a baptism, amen? We just saw that confession of faith, amen? You, you have eternal victory. Speak over yourself. Speak over yourself. Job said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Paul said, yet in all things we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. Who, through, through him who loved us. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. No more whining to start winning. The next, the next thing is make room. Make room. See, we, we are hosting the Holy Spirit. He lives in us. We're hosting him. He's inside of us. Are you a good host? Are you a good host? Does he feel welcome in you? Does he feel welcome to you? I know it's tight, but we have to make room. We have to make room for the Lord in our busy lives. Amen? Jesus said, if, if I... Be lifted up from the earth. I will draw all men unto me. He didn't say lift yourself up. He said if I be lifted up. See, we have to find space for what we treasure. We have to find room to make God a priority in our lives. Every day we should be preparing for two. Me and the Holy Spirit. Every day. Love your word not your world. And the last thing is pray. Pray. 
pray. Communicate with God. Pray in season and out of season. Pray without ceasing. Pray the model prayer of you have to. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Pray individually. Pray in community. Pray. James 5.16 says, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. A humble display of helplessness restores hopefulness. A humble display of help helpfulness restores hopefulness. David, I'm about through. David, in, in the 37th Psalm, penned a poem to remind all of us who trust in the Lord that even though everything around you, around us, all the evil, all, all the wickedness, even though it looks successful, appearance can be deceiving. See, have you ever, have you ever seen one of those, uh, they, they call them, Sky dancers, uh, air uh, air dancers, right? <laughs> this thing, <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about, right? See, these these things are designed to uh, to be uh, to be used for businesses to uh, to promote and advertise uh, their events or even individual events. Sometimes I see them in my neighborhood. So and, and and they're popular. They're popular because they draw potential customers. Amen. So so, but here's the thing. Every time I see one of those things, it always is like this. It's always like this. It's always slumped over. It's always in the position where it's down. But then all of a sudden, as I as I keep driving by. And the wind or whatever, whatever's pushing through it hits the right way, and then it becomes vertical. Amen. And so, so now, now I'm guessing that that at the the highest purpose, this is when it's most effective, right? See, see, this is when it gets the attention of potential customers, and it highlights the event. In other words, this is its purpose. So, so, but, but here's my thing. While it is waiting, while it is waiting on the air to hit the right way, it's slumped over. See, when it's moving from side to side, it's waiting on the air. It's waiting on the fresh wind to hit so it can function in its purpose. Let me talk to the real patients in the hospital today. Let patience work in your purpose, my brothers. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete lacking nothing. Let me say it like this. I know life is hard. I know you're going through some things. I know that it seems like 
everything is hitting you from side to side. But let me encourage you from the words of Isaiah. Isaiah said, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Let patience work in your purpose. I, I know your marriage is hard. I know your family situations are tough. But let me encourage you from Ecclesiastes. He says the end of a thing is better than the beginning. The patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. Let patience work in your purpose. I know that the flesh is pulling at you. I know that those things that have law are pulling at you. I know that fornication, uncleanliness, adultery, and all those things alike are pulling at you. But let me encourage you in Romans 3 and 6. But we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. Amen? And perseverance character and character hope. See, I know that that, you're, that those people on the job are getting on your last nerve. I know they're getting on their last nerve. They don't trust your work. They don't like what you do. They're always complaining about what you bring into the table. But let me tell you what Romans 12 and 10, Romans 12, 10 and 10 through 12 says. He says, be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love and honor, giving presence to one another, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patience, tribulation, continuing, steadfast in prayer. Let patience work in your purpose. And if nothing else, we got to remember that when life seems like all hope is gone, when life seems like, when it just seems like I don't have anywhere to go, when the thoughts of suicide come, when the thoughts of, of, of just running away comes, guess what? Hebrews says, therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto who? Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Who, who for the joy that was set before us endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Winning. That's winning. That's winning. Let patience, let patience work in your purpose. The scripture says, count it all joy. Count it all joy when you find yourself in a slump. Count it all joy when you find yourself in a slump. Because when you find yourself in a slump, it's the perfect time to let patience work. It's the, the perfect time to function in your purpose. It's the, it's the perfect opportunity to bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Patience is the work of the Holy Spirit. Jesus answered Nicodemus in in, in uh the Gospel of John, he said, most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. And if you don't understand that, if you don't understand it, yeah, that's a clap, that's a shout. If you don't understand that, it's time for you to start talking because time is winding down. We are just passing through. 
If you don't understand what that means, it's time to talk to Monty. It's time to talk to somebody about your salvation. But the fruit, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience. My brothers and spirit, my brothers and sisters, let patience work in your purpose. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you just because of who you are. And even now, God, we continue to look to you, God, as we, we finish out the rest of this service. God, help us. Help us, God, to hear the things that you have so spoken to us today. God, we ask that, that whoever here, God, has not understood, Lord, what you have done through your son, Jesus Christ, on the cross. Lord, we ask that you would work in the person right now, God, that they may come and accept the free gift of eternal life. So, Lord, we thank you for this study. We thank you, God, for giving us a lesson of patience as we continue, God, to walk throughout this thing called life. In Jesus' name, Jesus' name, Jesus' name, amen.